0: Daring adventurers, dastardly villains, and dangerous climbs. This is Brutal Critical. Welcome back to Brutal Critical, everyone. I'm your illustrious DM, Michael Merritt, and with me are my ever stalwart players. Playing Fuestor Delir. we have damn, Capic.
1: Now available in 4K.
0: <laughs> Playing together, Erlingson, we have Gordon Proctor. Streaming only in 1220. <laughs> you are blurry. <laughs> <laughs> and as always, playing Yora and Araber, we have Savannah
2: Merit. Only available in 8-bit.
0: <laughs> Why did the quality get way <laughs> lower as we were going along?
1: <laughs> I just took a step down. You took yeah. a whole shelf.
2: <laughs> but it. I'm like, fun and retro, I guess.
1: That, that is true. 8-bit's coming back. Or is it 16-bit? Side-scroll. It's 16-bit. 16. Yeah. yeah, 8-bit is not coming back, and I hope it stays in that graveyard. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. I mean, I play Caves of Quid, and that is 8-bit. Anyways, that's neither here or there. Welcome to Brutal Critical, everyone.
0: Hey, we're back. Episode 11.
1: That's Ooh, more than 10. Made it we're
0: over the hump. Over the hump, officially, everyone. Uh, thank you guys for bearing with us through technical issues, and getting our feet underneath us during the first 10 episodes, onward to episodes 100 and beyond, uh, which is how long it's gonna take this goddamn
1: podcast to
0: to this this season's
1: first campaign.
0: We got a lot ahead of us, a lot ahead of us.
1: I still have a little note right here that says at episode 60, we will not be in town. We haven't discussed the terms of that
2: bet yet though, Mike. That was
0: it, we already made the bet. You just won't be in town in episode sixty.
2: Hmm. Oh, like like the, pl- the the characters won't be in a town? Yeah, yeah, oh. that's the bet. <laughs> I'm thinking about like, can we sabotage that somehow?
1: No, if you we can can't. if we can remember can that you? all the way up to episode sixty,
0: sabotage. not like I have it
1: sabotage. No. Uh, I'm gonna a.
3: I think it's worse because I can look you all in the eye now and do it. Yeah.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You can see my visual displeasure. (laughs) Well, quick recap. Last time on Brutal Critical, our heroes arrived in Brian Shander. And after a bit of fangirling by Sav, they arrived at their uh, destination, the bar where they met... Hlyn Trollbane for the first time and got their first mission they promptly met with the bartender and innkeeper Scram Sacks who handed them a note and a package from Hlyn Trollbane the note told the adventurers that Hlyn had gone north to respond to a bright blue flash along the horizon with a group of adventurers and that if they had time, the hero should join them, and also a box of gold. I mean, so everybody side got side paid.
3: oh box of gold. Side yeah, note:
0: box of gold. Everybody got paid, and decided to celebrate by getting shit housed at the bar,
1: drinking our emotions away. Yes. Don't think so, about it. Drink about it.
0: You guys also kind of touched on some of the uh, information that was outed by Marigold in the last episode. Uh, But decided to just go, hmm, 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 hmm. we'll talk about it later.
1: Too sober Uh, for this. Yeah, too sober for this. So we're (laughs) going
0: to get drinks and we're going to talk backstories, basically. Uh, Unfortunately, the backstory talk never happened. Because it did kind of kind of through okay. vicious pummeling on Steg's part. It, it walked through the front door. It did. <laughs> it did. As their imbibery was interrupted by a group of very, very drunk uh, tradesmen who came in uh, just absolutely sloshed and ordered themselves a round of drinks and then an exchange ensued in which Fwester offered Stag up for an arm wrestling with the the main guy. And so the main guy recognized him for who he was, Stegander Erlingson, and challenged him to a fist fight instead, revealing later that he was a member of a Reg Ed barbarian tribe, and thus had a distinct amount of disdain for Stegg in general. Unfortunately for our Reg friends, Steg mad. Steg got very angry at the racial slurs that this man was throwing at him. And, That's why racism is bad. Yeah. And Steg proceeded to beat the brakes off of this man in a in a savage beating. Just just on top of him, pounding his face into the snow. Like, just, hmm. Just making a nice snow cone out of his brain stuffs. But... He didn't kill him. He managed to hold himself back as this man passed out, and then he was gloved over the head by the town guard and dragged back inside. The outcasts were given a short amount of time to rest and recuperate and were told to leave in the morning or else they would face jail time. Not again. It was also revealed that the guard that was basically allowing them to go was Barn's cousin.
1: Oh my god, it's Shed. That's right. No, Silo. No, Silo <laughs> is his partner. Silo.
0: Silo's cool. his partner.
1: Shed oh. is his cousin. His younger cousin. <laughs> He's going to grow up into a barn, though. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and so the group were uh, hustled into their meager accommodations and went to sleep yora hanging her dream catcher in the corner and that's where we are adventurers in the end in your rooms uh and having fitful dreams well two of us are having fitful dreams one of us is having no dreams at all yora it felt like you had just laid your head on the pillow when you awoke and find that you don't it was like you never slept at all except you feel pretty good. Long rest feels great. But from the corner from the corner, there's a small tinkling noise like glass falling from on high. and the shimmering gossamer strings of your dream catcher are shining in the candlelight in the room. And after a second, that shimmering fades.
2: Yora is going to rub her eyes because she's kind of hungover. And she's going to sit up at the edge of her bed kind of nurse her headache for a second and then walk over to the dream catcher.
0: Hmm. Okay. It's putting off a pale light.
2: Does it look like there's anything to touch or look through?
0: Nope.
2: No? Nope.
0: But the strings are, every once in a while, the strings will pulse.
2: Ooh. Just,
0: just slightly, just
2: Yora is going to... Yora is going to touch the strings as they pulse the next time. The pulse runs up your
0: finger, up your wrist, up your arm, up your shoulder, and strikes you on the side of the head, and you collapse to the floor. Stag. You wake up after a fitful sleep. Uh, You're having the same recurring nightmare. Uh, Your body being ripped apart by a vicious beast. Uh, You wake up tired, but well-rested. Well, rested.
3: (laughs) Imagine I probably have a headache, too, from the bonk.
0: Yeah, you definitely have a nod on your head, um, and there is dried blood on your pillow. Uh, and you're not the happiest but you also aren't sure w- about the whole situation because you were mostly unconscious when the ultimatum was made and you just kind of slovenly made your way up to bed so you set your feet on the ground and get ready for the day Wester, Yeah. as the whispers fade from your sleeping mind uh, you awaken staring at the ceiling and at first you don't see anything
1: I don't like where this is going
0: but then the light of the candle in the room flickers a little bit and a shadow is cast on the ceiling for a split second and you you catch something just just for a split second you catch something splayed across the ceiling.
1: Can I make out what form it is? You can do an investigation check. I would love to do an investigation check, Michael. I bet you would. I would, because I want to know what's haunting me. Yeah. Uh, that's going to be a 12. He's still very Twelve. sleepy.
0: So... The form took up the majority of the ceiling, whatever it was. And you did see words and also uh, shapes. Now, you can't really remember what the shapes were. Right. But as you look up, you can see that there are words carved into the ceiling.
1: Oh, I'm not getting that security deposit back. (laughs) Oh, I have bigger problems than that. I hope I don't. <laughs> Do you want to go look? Why did you ask me that? Yeah. Yeah, I'll go look. <laughs> God. And he's going to have that exact attitude of like, I. God. Why? Timora help. i Help more hate that.
0: I'm curious. God.
1: Why uh, so... does that throw exposition in my face? So
0: the so there's a stool nearby and you okay. can pull that out from underneath the uh, from the corner and right. put it underneath and stand on top of it. Uh, carved freshly carved into the ceiling is one word hyphenated. Technically. okay.
1: Silver tongue. He's gonna let out <laughs> just a long kind of half sad half scared kind of sigh and they'll put the <laughs> and just put the stool away and he's probably not too hung over because he spent most of the night at least trying to care for stag and make sure he didn't experience any real drain damage. of course but yeah he's a little upset that keeps coming up
0: ah <laughs> Well, sorry. Yeah, I mean,
1: (laughs) Icewind Dale don't care. So the two of you,
0: the two conscious people, meet downstairs uh, for a slim pickings breakfast before headed out. Right. Um, And by the time you guys are prepared to go, you realize that one of your party members is missing
1: hmm is it yora well yeah yeah <laughs> I obviously that out. <laughs> I'll, no. I'll go up and... stag all along. Ah! <laughs> i knew it i'll go up and knock on yora's door okay. hey no we gotta answer. get is the door locked
0: i don't know did you lock the door yora
2: yara would have locked the door all right
1: Door's well, was locked if he hears her not answering and by that he means he hears nothing <laughs> inherent of that statement but all right he'll go ahead and try and pick the lock to her door the buzz of silence yeah the distinct deafening silence uh let's see all right 11 plus i haven't picked the door before 16 16 that'll do it it's a simple lock yeah
0: even with the minus two. Oh no you have a th- you
1: have thieves tools don't you i do and i have proficiency in okay, sleight of hand so i don't know if good. it'd be a 16 or 18 but
0: either one the the dc was a 12 okay. so it's a simple lock it's not yeah. it's meant to stop people from literally opening the door not lock picking yeah. it yeah <laughs> Uh, You open the door and you find Yora prone on the floor. Oh, not again. uh, Still in her
1: night clothes. uh, Completely unresponsive. Yeah, he says that again as he runs up to her. Just, oh, not again. And he uh, (laughs) runs up and tries to to shake her to see if she's alive. Are you okay? She's breathing. She's breathing? Okay. Yeah. Then he's going to try and shake her to see if he can snap her out of whatever whatever funk she's in. It doesn't seem to be working. Do a medicine check. Oh, boy. 19. Hey. Foster is shockingly good at medicine for having a plus zero. So. Quester <laughs> used to be a paramedic. <laughs> yeah. yeah, seriously. No medical training.
3: Traffic. Great at it. Silver tongue, (laughs) golden fingers.
1: Hey!
0: uh. It can be said about a couple of other skills that he has as well. Hey!
3: That sleight of hand is not just for picking locks
0: (laughs) or pockets. (laughs) Gross. So you're. She appears to be in a catatonic state. And that's when you hear the gentle, rhythmic pinging coming from the top corner
1: of the room. All right. Well, he's going to try and turn Yora onto her side because I'm sure he read that in some medical book years ago. Like, uh, someone's unconscious, put them on their side, uh, vomit, choking. I don't know. They throw up. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And then he's going to go inspect the... Dreamcatcher, and see what's what's the dealio with that the dream
0: catcher is glowing brightly its strings almost seem to be made out of light Uh, Uh. and it rhythmically
4: ping ping ping
0: and lets off a little pulse every time it does that
1: yeah he'll probably put together two and two that she's probably viewing the dream she had last night because he heard Marigold's explanation of the Dreamcatcher. And mm. he knew that... I'm assuming that Yora told them that she was going to hang it up. So he's would still going to... have told us that... Would, uh, actually, yeah. Would Yora have mentioned that you were going to use the Dreamcatcher tonight?
2: Probably not. Probably not? Yeah, because I don't know why she would... Uh... I mean, maybe in passing, maybe if we were all talking about the objects, but she wouldn't just bring it up in combo.
1: Yeah. But even then, if it's sitting up, hanging on the wall fairly deliberately and kind of blinking, he can probably put together two and two like, oh, ah, it's probably (laughs) active and she's probably using it.
0: Make an insight check for me.
1: Okay. I can do that. Uh, That is going to be an eight. You're
0: fairly positive that this thing
1: stole your soul. <sighs> <sighs> okay. All right. We're going to stay calm. I can fix this. Um. So he is going to grab the dream catcher and try and just lay it on the ground and see if that does anything. <laughs> like uh, its power is obviously from the wind flowing through it. If I put it on the ground, <laughs> it'll break the spell. Oh my god! That's <laughs> oh, a good thing. Steg's not up there. He
3: would probably try to stick it through her chest or something. i
1: gonna step on it. <laughs> if she eats it, she'll get better. <laughs> <laughs> Steg logic.
0: <laughs> Everyone knows that if you eat the thing that hurts you, it makes you feel
2: better. Exactly. Yeah. understyle style, right? Yeah that's how like you get used to poisons so why wouldn't dream catchers work the same way exactly
0: that is also how you develop allergies the rich eat (laughs) them
2: and then you're immune to capitalism there you go
0: (laughs) (laughs) that's what i'm gonna tell everybody on uh like someday if i have to get another job like a few years down the line i'm just gonna be like well, it looks like you've had like a year without uh, a job. What's going on? Uh well I uh I'm immune to capitalism, so <laughs> Jeffrey I
3: Bezos. An... You have no power here.
1: <laughs> Jeffrey Jeffrey Bezos. Doctor. I am Pagliacci. <laughs> Anyways, the yeah, end does does take does anything Disclaimer,
0: first... I have a job right now, I'm yeah. just saying. <laughs> like... I am
1: I am the only one here without a job, funny enough. <laughs> um inevitably i will probably have to find another one and when that happens (laughs) (laughs) but yeah does anything happen when he grabs it and or sets it on the ground nothing no all right can he roll an arcana check to see if he can i guess improvise a way of breaking the spell yes yes all right yes let me roll it actually instead of just hitting more dice even though that was a really good roll uh that's an 18. So
0: this seems to be some kind of really unusual necromancy, and it's not malevolent like necromancy normally feels like. Right. You also notice with an eighteen that those pulses are getting faster. Oh. uh, They're slowly like getting more frequent. Oh my
1: god! It's almost done eating her soul. (laughs) Gong 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 gong. All right. Uh, uh, I'm gonna grab the dream catcher and run down to Stag.
0: <laughs> are you? are just gonna leave Yora back there?
1: <laughs> I, I'm sorry. Do you expect me to be able to carry Yora with my eight strength, Mike?
4: <laughs>
1: which, which thing, which entity do you think I can actually carry—the dream catcher, or our Claire? All right. Noodle boy needs
0: to go down and get strong, man. Got it. <laughs> stick.
1: stick. stick.
0: I'm stack.
2: imagining um, you carrying the dream catcher at the end of a stick, like a person, like a snake catcher, you know? Like... Yeah, it's got the hook.
1: Crocky. <laughs> Zoinks. <laughs> Zoinks.
0: <laughs> Jinkies.
1: Ruh-roh. <laughs> it's
0: like spooktacular, Scoob.
3: <laughs> Good lord. Was more a surfer bro than shaggy.
0: RA! Rutacular! <laughs> oh god. Anyway, he goes downstairs to get steg.
1: Steg 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 steg. Steg Wester. is eating eggs. This ate Yora. Explain. This she's unconscious on her floor. This ate her. <laughs> Come pick her up and put her on. We that need a All right. I'll go upstairs and take a look. Not like he I can, know any better, but perhaps he can there's roll. There's an a better, unconscious Yora. Maybe he can roll a better insight <laughs> check than Fwester.
0: There's an unconscious Yora on the floor.
3: Well, first of all, I'm gonna put her in bed because that floor looks really uncomfortable. Oh,
0: very, very thoughtful.
3: Very considerate. (laughs) And I'm going to look around the room, see if there's anything that might be out of place, aside from the Dreamcatcher.
0: Everything looks pretty normal. All of her kit is, like, stacked up in the corner. Shoes are off at the foot of the bed. You know, she's wearing nightclothes. Nothing seems out of place besides the radiantly glowing... Dreamcatcher that Wester's holding at the end of a stick. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Fix it. How? I don't know. Do you know anything? I know nothing of these trinkets. Okay. Alright. We okay. need to find a second cleric. <laughs> Would you like <laughs> me to break it? No, it'll destroy the soul with it. Mm. Do you. You know. Don't you know anything about magic? The rhythmic pulses are now getting much faster. Oh, we gotta hurry. Pick her up. Wrap Uh, her up in warm blankets and jackets and stuff. We gotta go. Where? (laughs) To a cleric. I said it with my words.
4: Oh.
3: I apologize, Yora, and I'll wrap her up and
1: take her downstairs. (laughs) Oh, I have to touch her. (laughs) (laughs) I apologize again. (laughs) Wrap
3: her up and make sure to grab her kit and all her belongings.
1: Okay. Then I'll okay. go down and ask Graham sex. Hey, uh, is there a Clerk in town? Brian Chander. Yes. And Brian Chander. Uh, this one uh, out of ten.
0: You know, um, unfortunately, uh I was one of the victims of that uh that killer that was going around. The uh the priest here figures. There's definitely one in Care deneval Okay. And there's one in Dugan's Hall, which is closer. I would say that there's one in Goodmead, but she's here right now. She's upstairs.
1: Yeah, that's that's the one that <laughs> needs it, funny enough. Uh, oh, wow. How far is a trek to Care deneval by dog sled? I think he said Dugan's Hall was Dugan's hold closer. Or-
0: Dugan's yeah. Hole. Dugan's Hole and Carden of All yeah. are the two closest places. Dugan's Hole is, I think, five hours away. Okay. Carden of all is a full day of trekking. Are is they going in like the same any.
1: direction or
0: Yeah, it's all out the uh the eastern gate. Okay.
3: The East Way. Is there not one in East Haven?
1: Hold on. I need my map. Give me my map. Give me my map. I'm a map. I'm a map. That map is far too big.
2: Yeah, oh, I'm sorry. You look
1: like an amateur
2: cartographer. Uh, uh, I, I got these distances
0: off. wrong, so oh, oh, oh. let me let me try that again. Right. It's a day to Dugan's Hole and a day to Caradineval. Oh, if it's the same time, mm-hmm. then.
1: All right. I well just well to just um, the ball. Yeah.
0: You get that's by that's by the road. Right. It is
1: four hours if you take the offbeat track to do mm. its whole. Yes, what we're doing. We going off road and. <laughs> yeah. I have four dog drive on this thing. <laughs> <laughs>
0: five five dog
1: five drive.
3: No oh, one yeah. steers. The other are just. Yeah, it's ADD. All dog drive. There's
0: one up front and four in back. <laughs> okay. Or,
3: yeah, I was pulling up the map in our journal thing. Yeah, yeah. All
1: right. Well, I'll go up and tell Stag. Hey, hey, we're heading to Dugan's Hole. Oh boy. The fast way or the slow way? What do you think? Understood. Let us go. All right. <laughs> <laughs> The fast
0: way or the slow way?
1: The fast way for our dying friend or the slow way? Uh, so you guys... She's going to regain consciousness the moment we put her on the sled. She's going to be like, (laughs) what the
2: hell are you two doing? The moment we're attacked by a crag cat out in the wilderness, I'm going to regain consciousness. (laughs) The same crag cat.
3: Oh no, we've already established that it is the same crag cat.
2: Yeah, there's only one.
0: There's only one in all of Icewind Dale, and it's the yeah. it's the same one. And we made it mad every time. Fred. And his name apparently is Fred. Ready. Okay, so you guys, uh, you guys pack everything onto the sled, and uh, under the watchful eyes of the town guard, you leave out the east way.
3: Did they not find it suspicious that we're carrying something rolled up in blankets.
0: They don't give do a shit. They just want you out of the city.
3: Okay, I mean, just say it's like a a body rolled up in a carpet. That's like, roving. It's I mean, fine. did you I leave
0: her face out of it? Yeah. I mean, it's it's
3: cold out there. You don't want to get
1: frostbite on the nose.
0: Oh, fair enough. She's I mean, still awake. She is, <laughs> or not awake. She's warm blooded.
1: It's not like her fucking body suddenly is cold blooded like a lizard.
0: Did You just roll her up like she was a dead body in a carpet. <laughs> that was about but, yeah. Yeah.
1: Are we roleplaying Dang. the Italian mafia right now? Just oh my god!
2: Toss her, <laughs> toss me onto the thing.
1: You're gonna go sleep with the fishes, doll. No one said you guys
0: were the most intelligent group.
2: All yeah, right, we look, didn't. I have a plus two. Thank you. I have mm. a plus one. Oh, Yora has a has a plus zero. She's just an average bear.
3: There I was we go, Yora. Being
2: smarter than Yora. <laughs> <laughs> who,
1: who let that happen? <laughs> and yeah, Yora is wiser than us all.
2: Yes, yeah, she's very wise. Yes. Not very smart.
1: She would have figured out exactly what's going on. She has street smarts, not book smarts. <laughs> she's a gangster. Steg's never read a book. Can Steg
3: read? Is
0: Stig it? illiterate?
3: No, probably not. I mean, he was raised by Somebody important, so yeah. That person could probably read.
0: All right, so you guys head out the east way, and two paths lie ahead of you the obvious down the road, Mm -hmm. or the approximate branch off into the wilderness to the south. That way, south, Uh, approximate, southeast. You guys head off into the wilderness. Stig, since you're driving, you're going to make these rolls.
1: Okay. Can I roll
3: to assist First, him in any way? You want to try and be like a lookout?
0: For yeah. perception checks only. Okay. Stig, do a survival check for me.
3: Oh, I'm good at those. I mm. hope so. Fourteen. Fourteen. You get...
0: An approximate gauge of where you're supposed to be going. Uh, like, hey. With the
3: Wanderer trait of the Outlander background, I should know exactly where I'm going.
1: Oh, shit. Then you know exactly where you're going. Hell yeah. No. You don't Hell get yeah. lost, though.
0: Wow, that's the first time a background has ever come in handy. <laughs> yeah, <that's laughs> Besides why I picked for it. stat boosts. <laughs> that's why I picked it. So you head off in a direct, you lead Frost in a direct... Path. Make a perception check with advantage. I can assist with, with advantage that. because he's he's watching with you. Eighteen. That's Eighteen. Yep. You spot from far off the lair. Well, it's a cave, and it's kind of an ostentatious cave because it's sitting out in the middle of like no terrain, so it's just like a hill random bump with a hole in it. Worst
3: secret hideout ever.
0: Well, that's very regular for the for one of the super predators of oh, uh, of the north, the Yeti. Ooh, uh, so you spot that from pretty far off. You're like that. Ah, oh, mm, and you circumnavigate the the Yeti's territory, basically.
3: Everyone knows you can't kill the Yeti. The Yeti will live on.
0: So to your left is a large forest, and to your right is open tundra for as far as you can see. Uh, off in the distance to the southwest, you can see the spine of the world rising from basically all of the south of your view. Is this massive Himalayan-style mountain range, as described in uh, the Sword Coast uh, Adventurer's Guide? It's much bigger than the Himalayas uh, in height and in depth. Ooh! Uh, it's just this absolute that it becomes a skybox, basically, in any situation around that area. Oh, and God. even at night, there's no since there's no clouds tonight. Well, today. Yeah, it's the morning. It, but it's night. It's dark. Yeah. Ish, it's twilight. You can actually see the sun, the setting sun, reflecting off the peaks and setting them aflame with uh, an orange glow on their snow.
3: Worth noting because the sunlight directly doesn't pierce through whatever's doing its thing. It doesn't
0: rise. The sun doesn't rise. It comes up a little bit like it comes up in like a twilight style. Like basically it's already set below the horizon for you. And that's the most day that you guys get.
3: Okay. So we're in the Arctic circle and it's that six months.
0: Yeah, basically all the time. And at night it's night. So yeah, but you can see the orange glow off the top of the spine of the world. You know that off to the West, is the ocean and the sea of moving ice where your people like to hunt seals and stuff so that's to give you guys kind of an idea of where you guys are and what it looks like it's breathtakingly cold still uh 40 below and getting colder every day as you guys move into autumn
3: oh this was summer
0: yeah yeah oh oh the end of summer so you said
3: there's open tundra to the right and Mm -hmm. Forest to the left. About what approximate direction is Dugan's Hole? Can You're I just headed... skirt the forest, like right on the edge of forest and tundra?
0: Yeah, basically.
3: Okay. Yeah, that's like there's we'll an
0: do. open path to it, and you would know your way around uh, the forest there, which is the forest that Goodmead is built into, that being yours home. So make another perception check. for
3: me. Good thing I had advantage on that. Fifteen.
0: Fifteen. So your view of the wide open world is only interrupted by what looks like a horrible blizzard blowing in off of the sea of moving ice and headed rapidly in your direction from the southwest. Will be Do I know you. if this
3: is a common occurrence?
1: Yeah, very okay. common. It'll be on you within the hour. Okay. Uh-oh do we hunker down and just wait it out? Like get a shelter now. No. So those, there's a couple there's of no options.
0: telling how
3: long those those take to blow through. Mm.
0: And since this is your first like survival kind of situation going on, I'll kind of walk you through what you need to be on the lookout for yeah. in the next ones. So you have the forest which can shield you from a lot of the blizzard. That was my uh, first it, thought. Now, there could be other dangers in the forest. There's a continue continue moving and the possibility of freezing to death in the blizzard or getting lost or any number of things. There's also a diversion to Goodmead, the closer settlement at this point. And you can combine any of these. You can do what you need to do. If you want to go to Goodmead, you can skirt the forest and go to Goodmead, where you know at least there will be places shelter. to stay and shelter. Dugan's Hole is not well known for places to stay. It is basically a set of ramshackle huts.
3: Okay. So, in that case, let's... Honestly, we're just going to go crash at yours house.
1: Yeah. <laughs> let's be real. Yeah. Maybe we can whip together something in her house that'll fix it. That was Maybe. my
3: thought too. She might have some ingredients sitting around. Magical get so out how of are you juice. going to?
0: How are you going to get there?
3: Through I'm the forest, to... which will
0: which will have other dangers, but save you from the blizzard. Skirt the forest and go to Goodmead, but probably get caught in the blizzard at least a little bit but you're so you're going to good mean so those yeah basically those are through the
3: forest those are the options.
0: through the forest all okay. right
3: I
2: don't like how satisfied you were with that answer
0: they're both pretty good yeah
2: he has he has evil plans for both don't worry oh I yes. know <laughs> I, I've played games with him
0: <laughs> uh, so you see this blowing in and what's your first
1: course of action? Like, what do you what do you do first? Um, I suppose the first course of action would be to pull a blanket over your to make sure that any of the wind doesn't. Yeah, wind and weigh her. it down with a pack or something so it doesn't yeah. blow
3: away. Yeah, just to uh, make sure she doesn't get frostbitten. Oh, now it's not such a terrible idea,
0: is it? Yeah a little bit different in a storm.
2: <laughs> Whatever. It's not not with a carpet. Yeah. That, that also helps. <laughs>
0: so, Fluster, it's not hard for you to spot the the storm incoming after Stag points it out. Right. It's basically just like, oh, there's the nice mountains and then there's just black. Yeah. Like black void coming towards you uh in a rolling roiling mass like, and then stag you you turn frost in and enter the forest so I'm assuming
3: the forest will make us go a little bit slower correct
0: for sure these are tightly packed coniferous trees it is a conifer okay. forest so-, so
3: what I want to do is wait until I need to get into the forest so skirt the forest for as long as I can, and then okay. like five minutes before the storm hits, scoot in.
0: Yeah, it's 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 it is barreling in on you guys. Uh, very, very strong. Further south, this might be a tempest or a tropical storm. Oh, it's that kind of. stuff. OK, no, yeah, it's, we're going to We're
3: just going to go into the forest. Never mind. Um, <laughs> Forget the, the front,
0: whole planet. Yeah, look at thing. the fancy bits the front end of it is actually whipping uh snow and ice around without it raining from the sky you know but it's actually uh heralded by these shards of ice that are actually will actually stick into the wood of your of your sled like little tiny needles uh and a couple of them will hit you as well they won't do any damage they just kind of hurt uh, There's they're, they're too small, too small to do any any real damage. Yeah. They're just Ow! <laughs> <laughs> Ice splinters, <laughs> but getting caught in a storm of these would shred you.
3: Yeah, as soon as he sees uh, the little tiny shards start hitting the sled, he's going to pull a ghost into the forest.
0: So this is a storm called the Frost Maiden's Tempest. Uh, and it randomly crops up around Icewind Dale, blowing in off of the, blowing in off of the sea, of moving ice. Uh, it's the most dangerous weather effect in our campaign. Very I'm so scary.
1: glad we ran into this now.
0: Well, I'm glad that you yeah. spotted it because I was just going to have it smash right into you if not. <laughs> oh, geez, thanks. <laughs> I mean, that's what would have happened if you hadn't noticed it. But out in the tundra, there is a constant. Kind of like low-key Wailing wind goes on It's that's the ice wind of Icewind Dale It blows oh. in off of the reggae glacier And it's just kind of a constant Noise inside the forest It is deathly quiet The wind doesn't reach here I'll keep my eyes and ears peeled for
3: Funny business
0: You want to do a perception check for me? E Seven Yikes Okay I'll take that. I'll keep that in mind. What's your passive wisdom? Twelve. We'll take that as you constantly looking around. Instead of doing constant perception checks, we'll just do a twelve overall. So. You. You're making your way through this forest. And. The only sound that you hear is the distant rumble of the of the storm barreling in and the occasional overweighted branch cracking under the weight of the snow, which always sets you off. Mm -hmm. Always startles you every time.
1: Wester, how you doing, buddy? He's trying his best to keep his cool. He's mostly yeah. trying to make sure that Yora stays warm during the trip.
0: Yeah. How's
1: Yora doing? What's what's going on with her and the Dreamcatcher? Unconscious. Still. Obviously. <laughs> <laughs> Still, more specifically. I mean, she better be unconscious or else we're gonna be upset it's like what, you just decided to sleep in? Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh... <laughs>
0: You guys make your way through the trees. You can hear... Up ahead, Frost... Making these kind of nervous grunting noises. um, and And casting his head back and forth. He's nervous too. And... In an explosion of snow... And oh, ice. Shit. And fur and claws. <gasps> Something rises out of a nearby snowbank and crashes into the side of the sled. Yora. Yora. <laughs> cliffhanger You're me. You son of a bitch. You You faintly remember touching the the Dreamcatcher. Mm-hmm. And you find yourself... coming back from your days... on a floating disk of light...
1: Oh. in a void.
2: Okay, uh, I'm going to look around in
0: the void. Uh, it's a deep... there's no stars or anything. It's just a darkness...
2: Can I see? Is the disc heading in any particular direction, or is or am I a just perception kind of check? Disc- Ooh, <laughs> that is an eight.
0: It doesn't feel like you're moving. Hmm. It feels like you're standing still.
2: Yora is going to. uh, take her amulet of saloon and kiss it and say moon Moon mother guide guide, me please please. as As i walk walk through darkness darkness and in new new
0: moons moons. your voice echoes in the void
2: then yora is going to say uh, hello? hello
0: your voice echoes out into what feels like almost a large chamber, instead of a instead of like an endless void or like s- the vacuum of space, mm-hmm. it sounds like you're just in a very dark room, a very Ooh. big dark room on a
2: disc. Okay,
0: because so the your dark- voice bounces back to you.
2: So, uh, I have sixty feet of dark vision, um, and I can't, can't see, see through. Anything still. No.
1: And
0: as you speak out Something responds
5: Hello
2: Hi there Who are you?
5: (laughs) You first
2: (laughs) 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 My name's Yora
5: I'm the Keeper of Dreams You can call me Keeps Keeps, I like
2: that I like that a lot Um, Keeps, where am I?
5: Oh, you're inside the Dreamcatcher. Well, kind of. I don't want to get all metaphysical on you, but it's like a demiplane or something. I don't really understand it. I've been here a really long time, I think. Or maybe a little bit of time. I don't know. Time works really crazy in here.
2: (laughs) You know what? I think time works crazy kind of everywhere.
5: Keeps. Yeah.
2: So I, the last thing I remember is touching the dream catcher, and it blasted me with some light, and now I'm here, Uh and I know that I want to, I have friends who are waiting for me. Yeah. Yeah, we're supposed to, we're supposed to be going somewhere. We have, we have a really important mission. Um, Wow, what's
5: it like to have friends
2: It's, it's kind of great. Do you have any friends?
5: Well... No. I'm not even sure that you're real right now. I might be going crazy.
2: Well, Keeps, I'll be your friend.
5: (sighs) I've never had a friend before. Well, there was that one guy. But he, he's gone. Oh, and there was that old lady, too. But she was weird. She only visited me like once.
2: <laughs> well, I mean, I'm not really sure how I got here. So I can't.
5: Oh! Oh, wait! There's a script. Hold on, where is it? Welcome to the Dreamcatcher. I'm Keeps. I will be your guide today. When when you first touch the Dreamcatcher, you'll be transported to the demi plane that's in. I don't know how to pronounce that. Anyway! It's in. Uh, uh, what you're doing right now this kind of weird. Inside the dreamcatcher thing, it means you're attuning.
2: Oh, okay, okay. Um, how long? How long does that take? Well, there's a script. Sorry, sorry. There's a script. I have lots of questions, but I can wait until the end.
5: I'll be glad to answer them. Just let me get through the script. Due to ongoing health issues, we're not going to allow you to step off of the accretion disk. Once we're done with the tour, you will be allowed to go back to your body. Now, on to the tour. This is the accretion disc. It is a gravitational disc centered in the middle of the chamber. This is the chamber. Wait, you can't see my hands. Hold on.
0: And there's a glittering in front of you. Uh-huh. And a small sprite comes in to manifest itself there.
5: I'm
2: Keeps. We were speaking.
0: Um, and it's this little tiny, little tiny, little uh, tiny fairy folk with like bug wings, uh, very Tinkerbell. It's a it's a Tinkerbell kind of sprite.
2: Mm-hmm. Yours gonna uh, flash him a peace sign and say, Hey, nice to Hi. meet you. Nice to meet you too. You didn't tell me your name. Wait, did you? I don't know.
5: Time feels like forever. Yora. Yora. I think I don't know who you are. Anyway, script.
0: And he's holding this little script up in front of him. He's like,
5: Accretion disk. The accretion disk is what gives the is what gives the dream catcher its power. Power to hold dreams. As you dream, you'll fill this entire chamber with your memories. And you can attach yourself to the subconscious void. You can attach yourself to the subconscious void at any time you sleep. Sounds cool. Right?
2: That does sound cool. That sounds really cool.
5: Neato. Anyway.
2: (laughs) He buries his head back into the script.
5: For the near future, I will be your guide in this. You can talk to me anytime you want, even when I'm not hung. Once you're done attuning. But I'm a manifestation of the sentience behind the Dreamcatcher. Thus, I can't be manifested outside the Dreamcatcher. At least by not any modern-day magic. So to talk to me, you can just talk to the dream catcher Or come in here and visit me and we can view your dreams. Once you have this place filled with dreams, I will lead you and guide you through your dreaming experience. <sighs> Thank you for coming to the Dreamcatcher. Have a nice day. Okay, so that's out of the way. Hi, I'm Keith. Yes. It's nice to meet you. Uh, So as you notice, there's nothing in here. Fix that.
2: You know what? Yeah, that's fair enough. You did your part. I, I need to do mine. It sounds, yeah. like, uh, it sounds like we'll be seeing a lot of each other then because yeah. I mean, yeah, you know? I, yeah. I I have a lot of dreams. I guess just not last night. I I mean, I hung up the dream catcher and didn't oh. dream, but- No.
5: You dreamed, but I had to absorb it to come back into being after a long state of hibernation.
2: That I spent in darkness.
5: Hi, I'm Keeps.
2: So, okay, Keeps, do you, do you remember that dream? No. No? Okay, fair enough. Me neither.
5: Wow, we have so much in common.
2: We do. We really do. We both have names. We do. We both don't remember the dream that I had last night.
5: Yeah, and we're both here. So that's three things. That's more things than I've ever had.
2: Well, you know what, Keeps? I really, really appreciate the tour. This has been wonderful, you are fantastic. I feel like we have a lot in common and I can't wait to meet you again. Is there any... My friends are waiting for me. They're they are probably like, we're supposed to leave this one place and they can't leave without me. Um, so is there a way that I can get out and then I'll come... Uh, obviously I'll come back. But how do I leave? And would you... Oh my gosh, would you like anything from the outside world?
5: Well, you can't bring anything physically in here because technically it's an ethereal dream state. It's an astral projection of yourself. So you can't really bring anything in, but you can think anything up and it will come into existence in here. Pretty cool. Watch.
0: Just like astral projects a taco.
5: Delicious.
2: (laughs) I don't think I've ever seen whatever that is, but it looks very tasty.
0: (laughs) It crumbles it up.
5: And now it's gone because I don't know what to do with that, but it looks interesting.
2: So, will I have ever meet these other people? I, I, you seem like you've been here a long time by yourself. Like nobody else is coming to visit. Yeah. Well, you know what? I promise. I promise to visit. If that's okay, can I come and visit again?
5: Yeah, because we're friends.
2: Yeah, we are. Um, and yours gonna. Reach out her her fist to fist bump him,
0: and he's gonna reach out and try to grab your fist and shake it.
2: (laughs) (laughs) But his hand is his hand is
0: like the size of your like would grip your index finger. So he's just like, yeah, he's bit. He's like this big, itty bitty. Yeah, he's little. Well, got a loud voice though. It echoes in the chamber.
2: So keeps if I want to come back, how do I come back?
5: You can sleep, or you know, you can talk to me while I'm, you know, while you're out there. It takes a lot of power, though. I'm gonna need you to dream first.
2: Ah, uh, okay, no worries. Um, you know, I'll do my job, and and and, you know, we'll make it work.
5: Wait, wait. There's another script.
2: Oh, okay. <sighs> Customer service here is great.
5: The activation word to enter the dreamscape is effervescent.
2: Effervescent.
5: I don't know what that means.
2: Ooh, oh, keeps, it's, it's, it's like the idea of sparkles in your eyes.
5: (sighs) I like sparkles in people's eyes, I think. It
0: sounds yep. lovely. And he throws the paper away, which dissolves into nothing.
2: Well, you know what? I'm going to go search for something that's effervescent in the real world, and I'll show it to you when I when I find something. Yeah,
5: that sounds great. i like Keeps.
2: <laughs> well, you know what? Keeps, this has been wonderful. I gotta go. My friends are waiting for me. Um... And Yora is going to imagine a door that heads out of this plane.
0: A wooden door appears in front of you, uh, growing out of the accretion disk.
2: Wow. Oh. Okay, Keeps. Um, this has been this has been wonderful. Take care. You too. See
5: you. Bye, and Keeps. Goodbye.
2: <laughs> Bye, Keeps. Um, and Yora going to walk out of the door.
1: Okay. Keeps is my new favorite character. <laughs>
2: that's amazing. I'm <laughs> oh, hi, I'm Keeps. <laughs>
1: hi, I'm Keeps. Who wrote those scripts for him? Did he write them himself or do we have something else to Probably. <laughs> he
2: probably wrote it himself. So that he has something to attach to in the... Some former iteration of, of Keeps. Um, Some
1: former iteration of Keeps probably wrote them. Oh, that's good. I'm <laughs> glad it's not like Pixie Cthulhu
0: pixie Cthulhu just a tiny angry adorable Cthulhu just <laughs> <laughs> yora uh, your eyes flutter open and you hear the crackling fire and you look around and you see a very familiar ceiling you realize you're laying in a very familiar bed. Cut back to 20 minutes ago.
1: Uh, <laughs> Hopefully we get to that point. I'm glad you didn't wake up getting mid getting thrown through the air.
2: That's exactly what I that would be. Awkward. That's what I was
1: expecting. You wake up no. and you have just gotten yeeted across the width of Chechnya by a polar bear. <laughs> <The> very,
2: <laughs> very kind much, conversations yeah. to uh, to being attacked by a polar bear.
0: <laughs> Boy, you wish it was a polar bear. Um. Oh no, I don't. Mm, no. Exploding out of the 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 snow berm is a gigantic humanoid bear. What? Excuse me. Standing on two massive tree trunk legs. Is this a goddamn bear, And crashing into the side of the sled is a bear. Oh, <sighs> shit. The werebear am- has scared the shit out of Frost. And Frost yeah. has galvanized the other dogs to continue pumping forward
1: and run away. Mm-hmm. oh boy yeah keep running frost you got it boy stag
0: make a dexterity saving throw flester make a dexterity
1: saving throw uh do i need to make you're, any special your
0: lash to the sled <laughs>
1: oh. yeah <laughs> I was about to say, do i need to make a special roll to make sure that yora stays attached to the sled no
0: no but there's an entire possibility that her bindings can get
1: cut so right, 30 well, 20 a nat 20 Wow! wow. There is. The it is. One for the episode. There it is. <laughs> we got all of our bad rolls out early. Yeah.
0: So y- you guys, you guys get like wham jammed by this massive uh, white furred, scarred and absolutely just—he's just a brick shit house of a, of a bear. The, the sled skitters to the side along the snow but manages to get pulled back into alignment as this thing takes off after you and both of you get uh, tossed around a little bit. Uh, Steg, you actually almost get tossed off but you just kind of go pat! onto the no. onto the railing thing and just like just manhandle yourself back up onto the stuff. Sheer
1: force. Up of onto anger. The,
0: the stand through pure through pure rage. Can he rage and
1: drive the sled? <laughs> oh I sure can
0: uh Fwester, you get you absolutely get thrown all the way off the sled uh, and manage to run along the branches above the sled for like a half second and then hop back down into the seat oh fancy <laughs> ninjas fuck <laughs> oh dexterous characters and their oh, boys
1: boy. <laughs> I didn't know I could do that yeah just <gasps> man I'm so good <laughs> what the fuck <laughs> uh,
0: hot, boy. Okay.
1: not the time for showboating werebear we need to go. Yeah,
0: with a deep-throated roar, uh, it takes off after you on all fours. Is it
1: uh, gaining on us, or is it kind of maintaining distance?
0: It's gaining on you.
1: Oh, I need oh. we need to do something about that. Looks like yep, about uh, Javelin O'Clock. I was yeah. about to say, I am going to try and take a shot primarily that's the at the highest
0: dexterity? Me. Westy. All right, you're going to go first. Yeah. We're not really in combat. This is more of a situation yeah. than anything else.
1: Uh, I'm going to try and take my short bow out and. I'm going to. arrow from a short bow probably wouldn't be enough to break a thick enough branch to really do anything <laughs> to a werebear. That was my uh, first thought was to try and shoot a branch and have it fall and clonk the werebear on the head. But short bow arrows aren't exactly. aren't exactly uh, hefty enough to achieve that maybe so, a
2: javelin
1: perhaps a javelin but before the javelin I'm gonna take my short bow and attempt to kinda hit this werebear in the foot or in the leg To either, if I hit it in the foot cool. ideally I pin it down for a second or if I hit it in the leg it's just cool I got an arrow in my leg now can't really run as well oh good now I'm mad and injured <laughs> yeah Uh, so a total of 24 to hit Toll of
0: 24 to hit. So what are you aiming at?
1: Uh, I am trying to aim at the werebear's kind of foot, lower leg area. Okay. Are you going to try to pin him? Ideally, but my fallback okay. is that if it doesn't pin him, you know, the whole arrow to the leg part will slow him down a little. Okay. How much was it? 24? 24 to hit.
0: Okay. That's definitely a hit.
1: Roll your damage. My blamage. I'm guessing I don't get sneak attack on this.
0: Nope, he can definitely see you.
1: Uh, that's going to be a total of five piercing damage.
0: Five piercing damage. Yeah. The uh, the werebear lets out a another one of those deep guttural roars as your arrow pierces into its leg. It teeters sideways and basically bashes itself up against a tree, snapping the arrow the head and then comes back into line. It has fallen back a little bit with that little detour. Perfect. Yep.
3: Oh, I'm going to try that.
0: Okay. You're going to have to roll a disadvantage, buddy, because you are hanging on while you're doing
1: this. Okay. Do you want a Mario Kart so double dash? So it's kind
0: dash? of like a... It's kind of like an over the shoulder throw, you know? Yeah. I, it's, I was
1: just saying, like a, it's like a... I was saying that we Mario Kart double dash and like I jump around to take and then we just <laughs> jump back. <laughs> I don't think nah. that's going to be too good.
2: Magically manipulate momentum so that you just go, whoa. <laughs> First one was a dirty 20. All right. Second's a
3: uh, 17. 17. 17
0: will barely hit oh yeah um it'll just kind of bury itself in the shoulder of this big ferocious beast (laughs) and it will do another one of those rubs and fall further back and now it's going to well it can't really do anything it's out of it's out of distance it's just going to dash yeah it's gonna tuck its head and run all
3: right Tuck and run
0: Wester, you, you've got to move here.
1: Oh boy. I have an idea that might be a little dumb, but it'll probably take time. What um, is it? My plan is... Well, I can't really discuss a plan with Steg while we're on the run, so... Mm-hmm. I am going to take a length of rope, and I'll grab one of Steg's javelins, and I'll tie the rope to one end of it. Hey! Nice! Um, I'm trying to... That intimate. does not belong to you. Ah, uh, well... <laughs>
4: <laughs> sharing is carried. Win.
1: And then, I suppose I'll tie an arrow to the other end of the rope. Okay. I and see where you're going with this. Do I still have I time? I do not. Do I still I have do. time to fire an arrow?
0: Yeah, yeah. We could All say, right. we could say, you know, you you like did a fence a little bit of fancy. You know what? Roll a sleight of hand Ooh. to uh, to do the fancy. Fancy handwork necessary to do that and get another action. Seventeen. That'll do it. All right. So you can. You very smoothly tie these things
1: together. All right. Before my shot, I'll hand stack the javelin. And say, throw this into a tree as soon as I shoot, and I'll take my arrow and I'll try and just really sink it into the werebear bear and somewhere that the arrow will really just dig in and just. You're going get for deep. bone. Yeah. I want this like joint. Yeah, I want this arrow to sink in, and I want it to stay there. Okay. All right. Time to time to shoot it. Let's uh, do a tandem thing. Yeah. Do you want to just both do them at the same time? To Yeah, yeah do it.
0: Do it. You guys are doing it for effect. Right. Fire for effect, boys. Yeah. 19
1: Ooh. to sink it into the werebear.
0: Okay. And then what's the throw?
1: Uh,
3: 24, 5.
1: Damn, son. Two We're essentially trying to put this sucker on a leash. Yeah.
0: Yeah, so you toss that... uh, You toss that... That uh, javelin into a tree, and it just, like... It, like, pierces halfway into the tree, like, just (laughs) full force. It buries it. (laughs) Then the arrow fires out almost at the same time with a length of rope and impacts into the werebear's shoulder. Uh, It lets out a yell, steg, make a dexterity saving throw. Why? Is it something that I can see? It's something that you couldn't see actually because you were concentrating on this. Oops. Oh geez. Well, Oh no. <laughs> Stag, you turn around, right as a low-lying branch collides with your chest. Ow. And just, boom, takes Uh-oh. you off of the back of the sled. Uh oh. At the same time, the sled uh, swerves off to the right and careens through a series of snowbanks and uh, smashes into the side of a house. It looks like an abandoned house. Stag, you are knocked a daze, basically. Not unconscious, but you're knocked a daze. And Fwester, you as well are stunned. Uh. As the blizzard bears down on your group. And that's where we're in our session. Oh, boy. Oh no. Oh my gosh. I I'm gonna have to fist fight so a werebear, good. aren't
3: I? What? <laughs> I'm gonna have to fist fight a werebear, aren't I?
2: Do it, fight him Roshambear. <laughs> <laughs> Rosham, bear? Rosham bear.
0: Guys, plug your pluggables
2: for me.
1: Oh boy, if you wanna follow me on Instagram, you can follow me at authorized entry. I do in fact post pet pictures there. Occasionally, is that on the outer net or internet? It's on the internet within, it's on the intranet. Intranet, okay, oh,
2: <laughs> uh, nice.
1: The deep web, the deep web. <laughs> you, can, you, you can find
0: me at Canis or at tpk.games on spot or wow on spot. Instagram. You can also find us on Spotify, obviously, uh, or anywhere else there. that you listen to podcasts. Yeah, we have like a 76% listener chip on Spotify, and the most of the rest are either on Breaker or Apple Podcasts. Um, I didn't know
3: about Breaker until we started doing this. Me
0: neither. Um, <laughs> no idea what that was. You can also find us at Patreon.com slash... TPKG, uh, come on down. We've got some cool stuff coming down the pipeline. You can also find Sam and I on our weekly talk show. We have table talks, which we do post the recording of to our, to our podcast, but you can join us for the live events on the uh, brutal Critical community server. It is public on Discord. You can join anytime you want, and you can join our live on Tuesdays at 7:30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time.
1: We don't do mornings very well.
0: No, we do not. Absolutely not. I, not. No. How dare you even mention mornings
1: to me? I am. I don't know. I wake up at like 7:30, 8.
0: What is with days? you and
1: these slurs?
0: That-
1: <laughs> I go to sleep at
0: 7.30 or 8.
2: <laughs> I'm logged into work at 7 a.m.
0: Oh, oh. I woke up at 7 today. There you go. 9 p.m., yeah. Oh, so now I'm just the PM. asshole today. <laughs> yeah.
2: Well, you're out there saving lives at, at night.
0: Uh, picking up grandmas and, you know. <laughs> All the other horrible things that that EMTs have to do.
3: Yeah, that I'd rather not scare people with.
0: So, speaking of you, Gordon, where can we find you? Oh, speak of me. (laughs) You can find me on
3: Twitter, games underscore cpk, and at unauthorized entry. (laughs) (laughs) Which is a shit posting thing. Oh, yeah. I'm going to find, I need to start Meme dumping.
1: Yes. Taking pictures of abandoned mattresses, you find. (laughs) With just too many filters. (laughs) 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 That's not abandoned. It's just neglected. (laughs) It was neglected before I put it in here. Oh, boy.
2: Uh, Where
0: can we find you?
2: (laughs) Y'all can find me on all... Intra, inter, and outernets at Merrily Sav on Instagram. That is at M E R R I L Y S A V on Instagram. Um, and if you're following me uh, because of this, just send me a DM so that I know you're not some some weird person from the internet because that's very common. Um, and my plug would be if you've been looking for a sign, this is your sign. Go get the tattoo! Go get the tattoo! I wanna, but I'm broke. But this I'm is getting the tattoo right now.
0: Plan. I am currently getting a sleeve tattoo, and it is the most painful experience of my life that I can remember. So... <laughs> I've done some things that I can't remember. So... But yeah, I just got my bicep done, and I'm... Finishing out the outside later. Get the tattoo, kids. There's nothing stopping you. It's fine.
1: Yeah, they're fairly socially acceptable now. If
0: you yeah. get one under your eye, though, I'm gonna laugh at you. Yeah.
2: Oh, but get one in your inner lip, and then yeah, um, fuck it. Then it's a secret surprise. There you go. Then you can be like, "Bow." Yeah. I have <laughs> I have one planned for there. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. That, 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 that. <laughs> That sounds awful. That
0: sounds. It sounds like, like, like an hurt. easy infection. So.
1: Like, <laughs> yeah, and I don't really want to have a run. dirty
0: mouth.
1: Yeah, I don't want to rub disinfectant on the inside of my lip. Ugh. Or I guess they're called. You the don't have to rub it on people. there.
3: You could just drink vodka. I'm just gonna, just gonna uh, spray it
0: with back uh,
1: Oh, I uh, could just be. I'm done not, done not done getting done. drunk. I'm disinfecting my new tattoo. Uh huh. God, imagine how much that would hurt though for like the first day. Just like taking so a much. sip of vodka, like.
4: Fuck!
0: Fuck! Fuck! Ow, ow. drinking That's just... for two weeks. Ugh. Mm-hmm. Ugh. That's terrible.
1: <laughs> I'm not an alcoholic. I don't have a problem. <laughs> I'm fine. I'm fine.
2: It's a tolerance break.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, guys, that'll be our episode. We can't wait to see you guys again. Uh, take care of yourselves and remember, keep on rolling. See you guys next week. Bye-bye. Bye, Bye. Bye. Bye,
2: everyone.